I had the opportunity to speak with the well-known, actually more than well-known artist, Ryder Rips. He's a notorious artist, and he appears in the press quite often. I've been aware of his exhibitions over the years, and I was honored to have an opportunity to speak to Ryder Rips about some of his current projects, some of his past exhibitions, and what he has planned for the future, and also um, about the NFT space and some things related to cryptocurrency and uh, things that he's building and collaborating with in various forms on various platforms. This is the White Hot Magazine Art World Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Becker. And, but yeah, I mean, mostly I've, I've done, I've just been focusing on more like the design work I do and client right. work and stuff like that. Um, okay, well, why don't you tell me something a little bit about your earlier work and we can just keep talking, seeing as this is recording. Sure. Yeah, so... Okay. And my my work has always been involved with the internet, um, both about it or having to do with living within the culture of the internet. I think as as someone who's grown up um, with the internet and uh, around art as well. So um, some of my early projects were uh, this one called Internet Archaeology, which was sort of creating a museum for old internet graphics, like GeoCities content. Um, and what inspired me to do that was a lot of the artists who um, I liked at the time were very influenced by that earlier internet, and I was as well. And then GeoCities um, was owned by Yahoo, who had decided to just delete the whole thing. And I thought that would be like, you know, leveling, you know, the, the pyramids to build a Walmart or something. Like, um, and so I kind of took it upon myself to uh, create an archive of that stuff. Um, and in doing so, I also like asked artists to um, recontextualize the content of the archive um, in the sort of cyclical statement, uh, I mean, a statement about like the cyclical na nature of um, culture, aesthetic, you know, how, how you know, we, we live in, in a, in a, in a in a time that, you know, is, is, is very much influenced by what came before. And so, you know, sort of making a statement about that. Um, and what was great was working with, you know, different artists and stuff and making my own work around it. Like I worked with Tabor Roback, who's a great artist and Daniel Levy and Chris Wood and really cool people. Mm -hmm. And then from there, um, I made this website called Dump FM, which I was really into as a designer and an artist. I'm really into how creations can like re-make the way that we interact with things. Like, you know, how it, like a chair would augment a body or how an art, can, a piece of work of art can open your mind and make you see something differently. Um, and these sort of new approaches 
to uh, life, I think are like the whole purpose of creation. Um, whether you're a chef or an architect or a furniture designer or a painter um, or a conceptual artist, you know, the, the, the thing is to sort of open up people's minds into the range of possibilities that exist on earth for humanity. Um, and that scientists do, you know? So, so yeah, so from, from there, I made this like platform that was really the first of its kind that, cause I was noticing that people, I was using Tumblr a lot to share my own work and, um, to, uh, make friends and shit and, and see cool stuff. Right. And I was, and Tumblr was really made as like a blogging platform. And I was noticing that like, people were using it in a way that wasn't really blogging. Like blogging is kind of like email or something like in, in its pace. Um, but people were using it much more like instant messenger, um, meaning like they were refreshing this page and like posting a lot every day um, in a way that isn't really um, can, like the design of the website was more lent, lent itself more to this like, blogging format you know like more long form posts and stuff so i was like why don't i create a chat room for media and this i mean it sounds kind of silly now but there there really wasn't anything like this in 2009 which was a chat room for sharing images and hmm. yeah and um it was called talk it was dump fm and the strap line was talk with pictures um, and at this point I didn't really, you know, I was, I was kind of working in advertising a little bit and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and my, you know, I, I come from an art background, like my dad's an artist and my mom's a designer and I grew up in New York. So just trying to figure out like, you know, if I want to go down that <laughs> path or, you know, do something more commercial and then I've kind of done something between, um, for the past 10 years or so. I come from kind of an art future. I, I have a certain amount of background in art. I mean, I've always been involved with that, but um, I did see the last FM thing. That's what it called. It's called last dump, FM. Dump FM. Oh, dump FM. I think last, last FM, FM is something FM. different. I forgot that's what that is. That's a music channel. <laughs> yeah, that's a music site. Uh, last FM. Yeah, that was, dump, that was FM. dump FM. Yeah, this is Dump, dump FM. FM. And it's a, it's a strange thing because it was a chat room. It, it's almost like the problem Instagram has now, like with stories, let's say, or TikTok. It's almost like where does this stuff go? Like, like the conversation we're having now only exists because you were recording it, and you, there's a system for finding it. But in a way, you know, like finding any podcast is almost like finding if you like the podcast, it's almost like finding a diamond in a garbage heap. And, you know, as more garbage amasses from people's output, um, you know, it gets harder and harder to find stuff. So, you know, that's, that's sort of the problem with um, chat chats or, or digital ephemera that, that is used um, like, time-based stuff in, in communication it's almost like impossible to find so if you look back on dump there's not much i mean there, there's definitely articles and stuff but but it's, it's just mm -hmm. so crazy because there's so much output every day because people were just 
talking on it and making stuff. And, and it was all the most creative people online at that time. Um, and it's just, um, I mean, I have, you know, archives and stuff, but how do you even go through it? It's a daunting thing. So that's something that I'm also kind of trying to figure out for my own sanity, but also for, um, figuring out like, you know, this digital history. And I think that the NFT thing is sort of a step in the right direction because it, 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 um, gives provenance and like sort of markers in time through these like sales, uh, to, to what's going on. Right. How long have you been involved in the NFT space? Um, well, Lindsay Howard had invited me foundation before it, it was selling digital art, which is like what's happening now about a year ago, I think um, they were trying to, to use foundation. It might've had a different name even, I don't remember, but mm -hmm. he, I, I had known, I've known Lindsay Howard for a long time because she curated a show about Tump FM, the website I just mentioned 10 years ago. And I think it was the first show she's, she curated. And so we, we uh, became friendly then. Um, and it was a small show in Brooklyn. It was really fun though. It was, it was mm -hmm. very young and, and, and uh, a lot of energy um, and cool. But um, anyways, so she had invited me like a year ago, but at that point it was, it was, they were trying to like NFTify objects. So like, you would make an object and then they were like making an NFT and then trying to link that NFT to the object and then do art sales that way. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't contribute to it, but um, I, I remember, you know, I was going to, or I don't remember why I decided not to, but um, I didn't at that time, but I had, but that got me thinking about the whole NFT thing. Um, but I hadn't really done anything with it. I had known about crypto punks and and you know all the, all the sort of not all of them but crypto kitties crypto punks i've known about these projects um for a while but i think because the aesthetic of it didn't really appeal to me i never got like super into it um i i think i think i thought it was cool and you know i've always thought cryptocurrency is cool and i actually used to mine ethereum in like mm. 2017 um really? like, yeah, I was mining. I had like, um, I don't know, I think 16 GTX 480s running in my basement in Savannah after I moved from New York and <laughs> moved to Savannah. And yeah, it, and then I, I remember, yeah, I remember I stopped mining because I saw that there's some other graphics card was going to come out that was going to make my graphics card like way worse. And I was like, you know what? Uh, these graphics cards that I just put a bunch of money into are going to be like worthless. So I'll just sell them all. <laughs> and I think I sold all my graphics cards and I sold all my Ethereum when it hit a high. At that point, I, I thought it was amazing though, that when it hit $200 and I sold all my Ethereum at that price. I, I don't remember how many I mined exactly, but it was, it was quite a few, maybe between like 20 and 40 or something like that. Was it very valuable at that point? It was 200 per coin at the time I sold it. Mm -hmm. um, not bad. I still use that. I, I found that wallet and I'm still like using it for certain things. Like I asked Rolton to um, mint the portrait that he did of me into that wallet just because I thought, I think it's cool oh. to like have that OG, you know, like 
I've been here kind so of Ralton, thing. Ralton is male. Huh? You just I think Ralton is a is a male. I mean I don't he's a, honestly he, he says a wholesome farmer from Montana, right? So Yes. The mystery man. I mean it must be people think it's me. Like a lot of people have come Somebody out. said that. Somebody said they think it's Richard Prince, but I don't think it's Richard Prince. You don't? Why not? No. I, whoever it is, I like them. I can say that much. I think. I don't know of, who else. I think would... they're one of the. They're one of probably one of the more sophisticated and intelligent people that I've talked to about the I art agree. world. And I, I really world. enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed your conversation, and yeah. I've had conversations with them on Instagram right. that have been really riveting and, and in depth and and um, pulpy. Ralton, Ralton, if you're listening, we're we're sending love. Huge fans. So, yes, huge fans. Um, and then there's a few other people in the NFT space that I'm in touch with, and uh, we did a a Ralton fighter cover of White Hot Magazine recently, which was I saw that. Yeah, it was purchased by Three F Music or Four F Music. Is it Three F? Three F Music. Yeah, I was right yes. there. Yes. So collector. Well, yeah, it's very nice to be in that collection. That's apparently like the best one. Or it is. One. I think it is the best one, isn't it? Well, I mean, Rolton's collection is pretty great. Yeah, I was going to say his collection is exceptional. So <laughs> that's how I got, of... I got, I, he, he bought a work of mine and then that's how I became acquainted. Right. Well, obviously I'm, I'm, a fan of his because I did a magazine cover with his work. Right. That piece actually is really amazing. That tips for NFT. Mm. It's great. Great. If anybody's listening, they can go to Foundation and look up the White Hot Magazine page. Shameless self-promotion on my own podcast. Okay. As if I need that. Um, so, so yeah. The, for, with you, I remember you had a show at seeing as I'm talking to you and I'm not going on about myself any further. Um, I remember your show at Red Bull, I think. Can you have a show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, I did. Wasn't it paintings? This was a No, the Red Bull show was installation art. Um, that was... So that was a crazy art piece. It was called Alone Together in 2015. And I was trying to create a... Um, sort of microcosm sculptural representation of the internet. And I had, I used both floors of the space. The space, uh, you know, is, is pretty large on 18th street. It doesn't exist anymore or they're not using it for that anymore. Um, but had a really great curator, um, Max Wolf. And, you know, the, the, I, I wanted to use the entire space uh, to create this sculpture. And so upstairs was like this box that was really raw looking, um, like it looked like a, a shipping crate, but it was um, six feet by six feet and elevated on stilts. And you would walk up to it and, and there was a mirror and then there were holes in the mirror and you would look into, uh, into this box and inside was this sort of kaleidoscopic prism of imagery that, that was really fast moving. And um, uh, on it, the box had this large cord 
that was like an umbilical cord that was fed, feeding downstairs. And downstairs, I had hired six people to basically use the space as a co-working space where they could just do whatever they wanted. They just, one guy was an accountant, someone, uh, she, she was like, um, you know, into fashion. Um, another person was like a blogger and one, mm-hmm. uh, one person was a gamer. Um, just, they had, they had different, you know, things that they would normally be doing and, and, they, and I paid them to just occupy the space. And mm-hmm. so they, they they stayed in this in this section that was like built as as this almost like this this glass cube, and um, and all of their information and the typing sounds and everything was fed upstairs and into the box. Um, so like all of the images they were looking at on on Chrome, we had built Jules Laplace, um, who I who I worked with a lot with OK Focus, which is my uh, company, uh, built this tool so um all the imagery could be like visible um from their computers into that box um and so the idea was to create this separation between mediation and like body and and kind of make that distance closer because we, you know, scroll through Instagram and consume all this content constantly, but we're, we forget that there's people, you know, who are, who are like kind of sitting somewhere, you know, kind of usually still like producing this stuff. And it, 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 it's sort of um, daunting and, and, and interesting when you, when you put those, I think when you, when you make that distance closer, um, it, it, that was, that was the goal of the piece was to, to, to sort of connect the human element to the media a bit more. Um, also mm-hmm. in that downstairs space, there were like large 4k screens, um, that were positioned, um, in portrait, uh, and each one had, uh, I, I made a video where I, I just basically interviewed each of the participants in it and they were talking about themselves and you would put headphones up to it. And, and it was the way I filmed it. It was very one-to-one. So like their face was like the proper size and stuff. So it was almost like you were talking to them, like standing across from them and you were just listening to them, um, you know, talk about their, their experience in life and stuff like that. And, but, but it was kind of odd because like to the left of you were those people. So, mm-hmm. you know, it be that there's something awkward about, you know, like if, if there's ever been a time where someone's said, Oh, what's your Instagram or something. And you tell them and you, you're kind of observing them, like looking through your content, you know, it's it, because, because we, we have kind of been forced to, um, decide who we are online and that Mm. that process of mediation i think is something that's unique to these times um everyone has to kind of decide who uh, who they want to be on the internet It used to be that just you know movie stars or, or musicians or something had to create these personas but now we're all having to mediate our identities or create identities through mediation Mm -hmm. but i was thinking about your painting there was a show of paintings that i saw that was at postmasters right oh that's right okay and remind me what the paintings looked like they were like figurative paintings yeah they were um they were like uh 
I guess, sort of abstract-ish paintings of um, where I uh, took photos of this Instagram model and mm -hmm. I had like distorted them and then had them painted. Um, the distortion right. that I created on my phone. Um, the idea was like these sort of these distortions were taking, you know, the this, the distortions that people are already doing, um, many models and, and just everyone kind of now. Then it wasn't as common, but oh, yeah. now it's extremely common to, you know, Facetune and stuff like that to kind of take those tools to um, an abstract extreme. Yeah. Uh, and just like the idea of of choosing a model that you've never met, um, I guess it's sort of similar to Richard Prince's Instagram series um, in, in the sense of, you know, what does it mean that we're kind of like following people who we don't know and they're almost like living in their life, mm. you know, in, in, on a, in a very like real daily basis. And it's not through, you know, their like music or their movies. It's like, we're like literally living in their living room. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the work was about identity and, and the, the um, effects of social media and, you know, gender and uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of things. Um, but it was uh, it was it was pretty controversial. I think mostly because the the title I chose for the show intentionally so um, was uh, Ho, which is the model's last name of the right. uh, that I chose um, to to feature in the work. And um, yeah, I mean, I I I did that as as um, sort of you know like I I knew what you know I, I knew that it would it would be um creating attention because that's another element that i think is relevant to um the internet and modern society is is sort of this this desire and necessity to get attention and cut through um the clutter um and i guess people some people call it clickbait um and I think, you know, the title of the work was, was, you know, to, to acknowledge that and to, to reference it, um, more than, you know, anything, I mean, that, that's a huge part of, I think, <clears throat> uh, my work, because I think it's a huge part of the internet in general is like sensationalism and, um, just, just very, uh, kind of uh, knee jerk, uh, extreme methods of, of, uh, or, or the, the things that work online are like mm -hmm. very grotesque almost. Um, right. you know, and the press, you know, they can, they can say that, um, they, uh, they don't enjoy it or whatever, but they, that they do. I mean, like, you know, that's right. the thing. Twitter banning Trump is like, you know, yeah. how much money, for Twitter, like it's crazy, yeah. or like CNN, like talking all this shit about Trump. It's like, right. um, um yeah, but to, you can to, um, yeah, to change the subject. Um, I'm an artist, as you know, I'm a painter, 
Right. And you, I think we're connected on Instagram, are, are we not? Yeah, I believe. Okay, so you've seen my paintings, and you've seen the magazine. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I'm more or less an artist who runs a magazine. But I'm not like, I guess I'm trying to say I'm not like, I don't pursue things on a jur- the level of journalism. You were just talking about the media. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, this, I think now that the, the news cycle is no longer about that particular presidency, there's a, a, this kind of gaping hole in the media that they're trying right. to fill. So it's kind of an yeah, odd thing. I think so. I mean, I think, um, you know, he, like, he had, he had proved sort of that, you know, the attention economy is a real thing and became president through right. it. Somebody and, was talking about fake news. I, they were, they were talking about fake news and how that changed a lot. I think it was Ralton was talking about fake news. Are yeah. we able to say something about your wife or is that? Oh, I'm not engaged or anything anymore. No, no. Was I reading an old internet page or something? Probably. I was in a relationship with uh, Azalea Banks for about a month. Oh, so it didn't. It's not happening now. No. I see. Okay. Well, I won't. I won't go into it. Um. And what are you working on now, currently? Right now, I'm working on a project called Million Token Website, um, which is a redux, rethinking, reimagination, improvement on a site that I really loved that was inspiring in um, the early 2000s called Million Dollar Homepage. Mm. Um, That site was basically just uh, a single image that um, kept getting updated and and, um, pixels were sold on that website. So if you wanted one pixel, it cost $1. And uh, I think within a couple months, it had filled up and become this kind of just wild form of advertising, Um, you know, because everyone was kind of vying for attention on it. Um, You could link out to, you know, whatever website you want. If you go to it now, most of the links are dead. Um, And the aesthetic is very... uh, early 2000s ad almost like little pop-ups and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i'm kind of doing a reimagined version of that i started it with my brother ezra and it, it you know i think it's because i come from more of an art background that's where the site is <clears throat> starting right now and we've already um we've already like sold a lot of this land um <laughs> I'm calling it land, but it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, um, it exists on the, on the blockchain. Uh, so it's like virtual, it's, is it a three-dimensional virtual space? It's not three-dimensional. It's a, it's a canvas. It's a thousand by thousand pixel canvas. <clears throat> and right now each pixel costs 0.001 Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So um, when you buy it though, what's cool about it is, that gets transferred to your wallet um, and your account, your Ethereum account. So you can see, um, you know, who owns what. 
and ostensibly this site you know because it's on the blockchain could be recreated and hosted by anyone mm -hmm. um which i think is a really cool aspect of it that it's like this <clears throat> this like living thing that it really can't be destroyed by you know even if our server went down or even if mm -hmm. you know, whatever the the blockchain is gonna is gonna maintain it i mean and, and so in the same way how nine thousand um <laughs> i mean how nine thousand had a mind of its own this is oh. this is the the color i mean it's <clears throat> it is sort of a hive mind of or, or a hive aesthetic i would say of um the culmination of many, many, many people's efforts. I mean, already the site, which is almost at 5% occupancy, is looking very cool and, and fun too. Um, you can go around it and click on the different uh, plots and drawings of people and see, you know, who owns it. I mean, or you, you could actually be anonymous on the site too and just, <clears throat> it would show your Ethereum wallet. But you can add a bio or a link um, or, you know, change your username. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's just a cool grouping of people. Austin Lee just added a horse to it. <laughs> um, my, my good friend, Rob, has his logo on it. Friends with you has a cloud. Um, a lot of cool stuff. Jen Stark has, has a really cool, like, drippy pixel thing. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um kidding. she was the podcast guest yesterday oh yeah how was that good yeah i'll send you the link to the thing cool. see it. yeah she's awesome she's amazing isn't she her work is so like colorful and i told her she's complete must have a completely fearless personality totally i mean honestly watching because the site updates live like so if you're mm -hmm. drawing on the site like anyone can see you like the actual pixels moving um and i was watching her draw this uh drippy pixel thing and i was like whoa like she's so good at fast mm -hmm. that and, and then totally like watching the process i think because she calls her work um <clears throat> like uh simulating growth and mm -hmm. uh and like fractals and, and and like about evolution and stuff and i it, it really felt like very organic the, to watch mm. it come in or whatever like the animation of it it was very cool mm. so explain again how people can find this platform that you've built sure it's just a million token website.com and can anyone participate or is it people you want to invite to be part of no it? anyone anyone can participate and is there an admission fee? Well, the pixels are 0 0.001 Ethereum. So right now, let's say you wanted a 10 by 10 plot. That's like 0.1 Ethereum, right. which is like, what is that right now in USD? Let me look that up, 0.1. So... It's like almost $250. For your own plot. For a, a 10 by 10 plot. But, and you then know, is that a perma permanent? Yes. And what's cool about it is once <clears throat> you buy it, you can change it at any time. Like you could update it. You can hmm. change the link. Someone right now is on the site trying to rent their pixels. 
<clears throat> like if you didn't want to buy a pot and you just want to rent um, to, to write something on it, you can do that. Um, there's really cool stuff happening where people are like kind of fusing drawings. Like someone will, someone drew a, um, like a llama head and someone else drew a body and someone else drew a tulip on the llama head like to kind of create really? this. Yeah, it's cool. It's really, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot it's like the collaboration and, and watching the growth and, and the evolution of the thing hmm. is, it's actually very exciting and more so than, I mean, I thought it would be cool, but it's like cooler <laughs> than I, than I Are thought. Are you familiar with an artist by the name of Sky Nicholas? No. This is a very good NFT and regular, um, uh, you know, art world classic and art world new flavor NFT artist to, that I would, I would suggest looking at. Um, I was involved with... Um, something and i think they call it the metaverse but it was like this site called crypto voxels uh-huh yeah. right yeah I'm, I'm familiar and the this uh it was myself and this um collector named uh 4156 i think is the name mm -hmm. you may not know that no i don't know if you know them but um that group of people was a wonderful group of people and and they had a a tour of a three-dimensional uh, four-level museum virtual museum last night i i, then, I the voxels it, it's cool mm -hmm. it was kind of interesting and then um there everybody was on clubhouse so there was like a hundred people on clubhouse and then we were going through the tour through the different parts of the show Amazing. It was something that I'd never done personally before, so it was really, really engaging. Yeah, um, I mean, I think, you know, it's just like virtual shopping or something. It's it's not really a, a, a replacement of a gallery experience. I think it's most successful as <clears throat> a new thing. And personally, mm -hmm. I'm gravitated to projects that have that approach rather than trying to, you know, sort of replicate something um, because it's not, you know, it's the same with like a live stream of a concert or something like it's not mm -hmm. going to be the same as going to a concert, but like, what can you do that will make it what, so, so a concert could never be that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it comes from interactions and, and, and new types of. Um, I guess what I was trying to say is your, um, million dollar is that million token million sorry I'm getting all the names wrong today million token website um, yeah it's not like it's kind of a virtual space I'll have to visit it I haven't visited it but is it somewhat of a flat terrain or is there it's a, a flat flat it's terrain flat terrain yeah and so basically it's like an open flat kind of parcel of a piece of land or world that has various people who bought plots in it and viewers can just kind of search around and see what they want to see. Yeah. Yeah. You can, um, you can click on anyone's plot and, you know, some people I think choose to remain anonymous, but other people um, are, you know, promoting their art or promoting um, we have Chainsaw on it, which is a really cool NFT platform. Matt Fury sold the original um, Pepe on it. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and uh, Chainsaw has has a plot on. Okay, so um, if I get a Noah right. Becker plot on right on it, um, am I adding? I guess I'll have to look at it because I'm I'm really tempted to try to get a Noah Becker plot now in that that land. Get the Noah Becker plot. Love to have you. That would be great. That'd be awesome. Um, so, what do you have going for the rest of the day? Because I don't want to keep you all day. I'm gonna do. Um, actually, Lindsay last night invited me to do their clubhouse they do on Wednesdays. So, Foundation has a clubhouse. Thing. I actually have not really. I, I recently got into the clubhouse thing. Um, as with everything, I'm skeptical of it at first, and then I have to be won over. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I, I am. I, I do go into things with a little bit of skepticism, but I really like um, the format of Clubhouse, be, mostly because of the human element. You know, I think right. people get really mean online in general, and it's harder to be mean when you hear someone's voice or when you see their face. Yes. You know, it's really easy to just be really mean and, and nasty and lash out and mm -hmm. and try to hurt somebody when um, there's like that digital distance. Um, but I love I love the humanizing part of Clubhouse, and I'd like to see more internet that has that. Right, I agree with you. I think that's that's absolutely true. Well, I look forward to a collaboration with you, and I look forward to talking to you again over the next few days, um, publicly or privately. Um, and Great. I'm going to take a look at your site. And, uh, and thanks again. It's been a huge honor to have you on the podcast. It's been an honor here as well. So oh, thank you thanks. so much. We'll be thanks. in touch. Okay, Take great. Care. Take bye care. Bye. We made history in the NFT space with White Hot Magazine Volume 1, Ralton Fighter cover, sold for 10 Ethereum on the foundation app follow us there we are whitehotmagazine.com we are on instagram follow noah becker on instagram and also we're on twitter so you have many options for your interaction with white hot magazine